This is WMUA Amherst, and you are listening to... right barbarian in the valley and by valley i mean pioneer valley although it could just be any valley could just be any place that's verdant and green and fertile that has excellent farmland that is a place of covetousness that is a place of both stability and stagnation innovation and people looking over the fence and getting in your business i don't care what it is it's not a port it's not a mountain It's a valley. It's a very specific, specific layout of the land. Anyways, that's what we are. We're Barbarian in the Valley. And we are your midnight slot here on WMUA Amherst. That's right, it's midnight in America, folks. And we, we are preaching. Or we are seeking. Or we're just saying. At the basin. At the base of this giant neo-brutalist structure at the center of the UMass campus. This Soviet-style mass of concrete and steel. This arrogant. This barricade. And it's the middle of the night. And we're sitting in the studio. The only thing warm for miles and miles around. And you, you're listening you're driving down the highway, you're passing through, or you're breaking into Trader Joe's again, or you're, I don't know what you're doing, you're at home, and you're just whiling away the time. Yeah, you're just looking for a friend, and my friend, you have found it in me. Because I am the B-I-Q, I'm the barbarian in question, and you, you're my barbarian Ken. And I want to thank you right now for listening, for staying awake. It's just so special. It's just so intimate. It's just so clear. And I stayed up too. That's right. I stayed up just to speak to you. Or I didn't. I pre-recorded this. Or I did. How would you ever know? Unless you seek it out at the base of this giant structure. You knock on that door of the radio station. Say, hey, is anyone in there? Well, let's just move on. Listen, each week... We have a theme. That's right, each week we have what public radio would call theme, or like an English teacher would call theme, or like a poem or something, I don't know, just like something soft and something that connects everything. Well, this week our theme is... Oh, hold on. Hold on, we got a phone call, folks. Hello, welcome to WMEA Amherst. I'm sorry, I didn't mean those things I said. What? Will I see you tomorrow? Um, gee, I'm a little... Oh, let me come over if I could... If I could just see you, just talk to you. Okay. It's a little concerning, folks. I'm just going to go ahead and hang up. Anyway, this week, our theme is fear of intimacy. Now, I don't want to keep prattling on. I don't want you to go away from me. Please don't go away from me. Come on. We're friends, right? We're friends. We're connected. It's midnight. Who else are you going to talk to? I'm the only person out here. Please don't go away. I love you. Please stay with me. 
Come on, let's go, let's go. I don't want to freak you out either, but let's go, let's go. Come on, let's go to the show.
You paint that? Yeah. It's a real piece of... Oh, well, tell me what you really think. Oh, I'm just a delinear and impressionistic mix makes a very muddled composition. It's also a Winslow Homer ripoff, except you got Whitey uh, rowing the boat there. Well, it's odd one, eh? It wasn't very good. That's not really what concerns me, though. What concerns you? Just the coloring. You know what the real bitch of it is? It's paint by number. Is it color by number? Because the colors are fascinating to me. Are they really? What you about bet? that? I think you're about one step away from cutting your hair off. Really? Oh, yeah. You ever heard the saying, any port in a storm? Yeah. Yeah, maybe that means you. In what way? Well, maybe you're in the middle of a storm. Guys falling on your head, the waves are crashing over your little boat. The oars are about to snap. <laughs> you're just pissing your pants, you're crying for the harbor, so maybe you do what you gotta do to get out. You know, maybe you became a psychologist. Bingo. That's it.
think that she's looking at me? Is she looking at me? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just can't look anymore. I feel shy. You know, when I'm up on the mountain, none of this is a problem. I don't have to think about anybody. She is very attractive, though. What to do? What to do? Do I say anything? I just kill for it to be simple. It's always just so complex. Here in the valley.
Yeah. How's it going? Dickie, where are you How's now? How's it going? I'm home. You're at home. Okay, is Nora there? No. So here's the thing, Dickie. I got a box this morning in the mail that uh, had no return address and had a cell phone inside of it, a dead cell phone. Who was it from? Charged... Well, I think it's from you. I think you sent it. Um, uh, is there a return address? There isn't a, there is not a return address, but the post office is your zip code. I plugged it in and it came on and Dickie, um, I feel like you sent me Nora's iPhone in the mail and I'm kind of wondering why you sent me your fiance's dead cell phone in the mail. No, no, no. Alright. I sent it to you. You sent me your fiance's cell phone. I, I didn't think, I, I, I didn't think that you would think it was me right off the bat. That's why that threw me off a little. Got the, yeah, well. No, I don't know, you'd get really freaked out. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm a little freaked out, but you know what? I think you should be a little what? freaked out because she, she's been now texting me. She's been now texting oh. me through her friends. Oh. And she called and she called me and I didn't pick up. She called from work and left a voicemail. Her voicemail said that she knew that my that her phone she has some kind of tracking device on her laptop about where her phone is. Who told you she to turn the phone on? If you knew I sent it, why would you turn it on? That, that. Well that is actually <laughs> the first reasonable question you've asked in in years. Because you're you're quite right. I, I, if I get a phone I cell phone from you, I really shouldn't have turned it on. But well, I'm sorry, I was curious. I, you can't you like open it up or you know rip out the tracking device or delete the um... like the situation's past me turning off the phone. I can turn off the phone. I can smash the phone. I actually don't think that's a good idea. I think it'd be better if she got her phone back. Don't you? Well, you could send it back. You found it somewhere. You know? I, it somewhere. I haven't been down in the city for months. How is it that her phone magically ends up in yeah. my house up here? Well, just think of something. Is this what? Couldn't you have thought of something before you got me involved? Dickie, can we just pause, put a pause on this for a second? A couple things going on for me. First of all, I'm so sick of dealing with you throwing cell phones in the pool and in the forest. Do you understand Like, this is not what I'm here for? I'm not here to deal with your hatred of cell phones. I actually don't think, um, I, I don't really, not really, the way you're talking to me, I'm not really in the mood to cover for you, you understand? So, Dickie, I want you to take very seriously what I'm saying to you right now. I'm like right, right, right at the gates of uh, calling Nora back and telling her what you did. So now you have a choice to make right now. Either you can start shutting your mouth a little bit and actually thinking about it and not pointing fingers at me, where I can call Nora. What would you like to do? I mean, if you did call her, what well, you know, what would you say? That actually might not that, be the worst yeah. idea. Okay, so this is what I would say to her. Do you want to hear? Yeah. I would say, listen, Nora, your your fiance, Dickie, took your cell phone and mailed it to me for reasons I don't understand. And um, is now trying to cover up that fact. So, perhaps you want to um, 
go into couples therapy, or perhaps you just want to go no. and like get away from no. Think it, I think she's gonna think it's funny. That was the whole point. I just realized is that she will think it's funny. Also, you think she'll think it's funny. So, like, yeah, uh, describe that scene. She's gonna get a big laugh about that. You know, you taking your phone. And it's a prank. Days later. You know, all right. You know what? I shouldn't have sent it to you. I should have sent it to somebody else. I don't know why I'm bothering this. How about you so, shouldn't have taken you, your phone and sent it at all? You're, you're not. You're not a little worried about that. She's into stuff Maybe like it, that. You just think a second about who Nora is. Like, just for a second. What, what's her response going to be? I guess I'm a little worried. Worried? Let me ask you. Actually, you I'm more want... concerned. Okay, the interesting distinction. Listen, are you, are you, uh, are you, do you really want to marry this person? Yeah. I mean, I asked. So, she said, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, so, okay, and this is, I, I, let me go ahead and apologize, because I'm not your psychologist, or your therapist, and I hope you're still going, by the way. I just want to remind you that a contingency of the trust is that you see psychiatrists weekly, okay? So just keep that in mind. Now, I'm not here to analyze you, thank God, but I do think we have a problem right now, and we need to take it very seriously and start thinking about what we're going to tell Nora. She knows my address because you guys have visited here. Right now, what are we going to do to solve this problem? You could play dumb. No. So what would no, that No, no, no. I can talk to her, I guess. I, I mean, it's kind of simple. Uh, I'll just say, you were here. I was what, in your apartment? Yeah. It's not going to work. First of all, can I just say I'm not really comfortable with that lie? Like, it's a little big. Like, it's kind of too big. Let's just, let's just move on from that. I do not like that. I'm, and I'm not even comfortable with that. I'm thinking, it's a, you sent me a box. Okay, you sent me a box. Fine. So, and the only thing that actually was in it was her dead phone. But what if you were sending me something else? Like a book? I like books. Yeah, like a book. So like, you, sent, you were sending yeah. me a book, and then... Like, uh, like hey, then read it, already. Yeah. Read a book. And, yeah, and then, then the, the phone fell into the box. Let me right? ask you this. Right. Let me ask you this. What time did she realize that her phone was missing? Uh, uh, morning. All right, that's good, because, see, what if, like... You were up. You were up packing this book for me in the box, and then you knocked the phone up. I don't know. The phone was on the shelf or near the book. It goes in. It went in the box. I mean, you got you know the layout of your apartment. So it you went in the box, and then you just sealed up the box and sent it to me. I might even have almost done that before. You know, it sounds so plausible. All right, so that's fine. Yes. Well, okay, come on. Could you just just accept her cell phone usage, please? Whose? It's it's her cell phone what? usage. Yeah. Well, please. I don't know. I don't know if that's really something I should be talking with my therapist either. But just but don't involve I, me anymore. 
I don't thought you were... packages and don't call me when you kick phones in the pool. Okay. I thought How about that? you were thought it was funny. But Oh yeah, it's hilarious. I didn't realize you sent me you sent me your fiance's dead cell phone. Wow, that's I just can't stop laughing about that. That's awesome. All right, gotta get a landline. <laughs>